You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk with Kathy Lewis, spherical gemstone healer, about the magic of stone healing and energy medicine. Thanks for joining. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we have Kathy Lewis as our guest. Kathy is a professional energy worker using earth medicine in the form of crystals to provide energy medicine treatments for her clients. She uses spherical gemstones and craniosacral therapies to support healing and transformation on all levels. She's also a veteran, entrepreneur, and has worked in the holistic healing arts for 25 years. She's also a veteran, entrepreneur, and has worked in the holistic healing arts for 25 years. Before I welcome our amazing guest, I do want to give a general definition of what energy work is, because if you're not familiar, I want to make sure that you have an understanding of what we're going to be talking about today. So energy medicine and energy work is a a type of healing modality. And the way I relate it to the physical work is that while we have cells and tissues and organs and systems in our physical body, We also have energy anatomy in the form of the auric field, the nadis, the chakras, and the meridians. And so energy anatomy has a flow of energy. And when we're in vibrant health, and when this flow is distorted, it can affect the physical body and our health physically. So it's a general term for the variety of modalities that restore the healthy energy flow. But the term doesn't necessarily describe the incredible shifts that we can experience and the amazing transformation we can experience um, emotionally, mentally, it can shift our perspective, our attitude, the way we approach life and our ability to break through being stuck and also the ability to move forward in life. So Kathy, I want to thank you for joining us so you can help us have a better understanding of this. And I just want to thank you so much because you are really experienced. You've been doing this for a long time. And you've had an incredible life journey, like many of our guests on this show. And I definitely want to hear, how did you get from, from like being in in the Navy to like getting into energy medicine? I mean, wow, what a change. It's amazing. It's been quite a ride. Um, (laughs) I enjoyed the Navy, but I knew when I got out that I wanted to be somewhere in the healing field. I originally thought I was going to be a doctor. Um, That was a journey. I ended up in more alternative type things. I did massage and body work for many, many years. I've been trained in several different energy modalities. And with each one, I just knew this is great, but it's not my thing. And so as I went along, I thought, gosh, where's that going to be? When's it going to happen? And when I was introduced to the gemstones, every light in my entire being lit up and said, this is the thing. This is what you're meant to do. And so that was coming up on five years ago, and I've never looked back. Hey, everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, 
please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. Wow. So can you describe the gemstones? Because, you know, a lot of people who know me personally know that I'm a crystal aficionado and I always have crystals around. Like I have a piece of aragonite in my hand and I've got some little strawberry quartzes and I have all these stones around that I work with all the time. But the way you work with stones, it's not in the, the raw form. Can you describe what the stones are like, like what, what they're shaped like or what they look like and how you work with them? That is correct, Ariel. Um, what I use, I use extremely high quality gems. I call them medicinal quality gems in the spherical form, beads with a drill hole. And that forces the energy into a toroid pattern, which if you know about the human energy field, we are also a toroid. And when these two come together with an intention, that's when the magic happens. The body says, I recognize you. Gemstone says, Hey, I'm here to help. What do you need? And then they go about their business and form a relationship. And that's, that's where the effects come from. That's amazing. So I, I'm just going to give a little bit of the energy anatomy description of what that means. Like what a form of relationship is. So the, or the field of the stones, the vibrational frequency of the stones interact with the auric field of the client. Cause I, I'm a client of Kathy's and she lays these stones there in a, like the spherical stones are in like, um, on a, I don't know if it's a thread or a cord. <clears throat> and then she lays them, she drapes them on you. And so the stones start interacting with the field of the person and then the person's auric field absorbs, and then the chakras absorb the energy. And then th that also goes into the meridians of the person. And then it starts affecting the way the chakras flow, the way the meridians flow, and the way the auric field um, responds. And then it, changes start to occur when people receive these from you, when you lay these down. So how do you choose specific stones and specific protocols for these sessions? That's where the training comes in. Um, okay. Intense training. I have been studying the stones, their effects, the different protocols. With this particular form of gemstone therapy, there are very specific protocols that we follow. Um, and essentially, when I come into the field of a person who is seeking treatment, their non conscious meets my non conscious, and I have a conversation. And it's as though my energetic palette, everything that I have to offer is out there on display. And that person's intelligence centers, their higher intelligence gets that. And then my, I have the, the capacity to directly ask those intelligence centers, the body, what do you need? What would be helpful here? And then with my experience and my training, I'm able to bring that in and provide that. Wow. So it really so, is a conversation. It's a conversation it's, and it, you're using intuition, but you're also using your training and your awareness. It's a whole brain thing. It's left wow. and right. Yeah. Um, and it's really, it's working with somebody. You and I have both been in this field a long time and received a lot of work. And when you are worked on, that can be a really unpleasant situation to work with somebody who is responding to your needs in the moment, second by second is really 
how we heal, how we can drop into it and we form trust and, and we can really fly then in the healing. Um, that's my experience anyway. Okay. Okay. So, so you basically, you tune into like you, you have your training, your background experience, you have your intuition. There's the part of your awareness that's talking with the part of that, that client's awareness about what's needed. Yes. And then you apply the stones, mm-hmm. right? And then they, the, the person's receiving the energy from those stones. And then you feel those shifts and changes, right? And then you, you can feel that. I mean, I, I, I know that. I can feel I am, it. Right. I'm in constant contact with mm-hmm. how that's progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a constant dance between the two. Because it's a flow of energy. Absolutely. And so you're monitoring that flow of energy. And as the flow changes, do you change stones out as like, we're absolutely right. We'll go through one cycle. Everything runs in cycles, one cycle, become aware. Okay. We're ready to step into the next, the next thing that needs addressing. And so apply different stones, different combinations. Um, We just move through, you know, taking that person from where they were to where they're going. And it's a partnership. Like I said, it's working with, it's a partnership. I do not leave that person alone for a second. I don't turn my back. I don't step out of the room. I don't check out mentally. I am completely present for the entire session. Which is really important and really valuable. And having been, I've been in all kinds of ceremonies where, or healing sessions where people have checked out. And you can feel it immediately. And then, so it's really important for that person to know that you're always present and always there for them exactly. and that you can help them as they're moving through the process. The other thing is um, before the session, you do ask people what their intention is. So you have an idea what the treatment goals are for the session. That is a key piece of it mm-hmm. because essentially we are this lovely, lovely conglomerates of light and energy and, you know, soul stuff. When we set an intention, those energies come forward. What's needed to be healed comes forward and what's not involved in it recedes. So a strong, clear intention is something I really will sit and work with somebody to get to that core, because that's how we can ensure an effective session for them. That's Wonderful. So we're going to take a quick little break. And when we get back from the break, Kathy's going to share with us some of the amazing results that our clients have experienced from our treatments. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness or massage we have online and in-person courses for you find us on facebook at hubbard education group that's hubbard education group or go to www.arielhubbard.com that's www.arielhubbard.com and if you're on clubhouse you can find ariel hubbard by looking up ariel hubbard a-r-i-e-l-h-u-b-b-a-r-d And we're back. Okay, Kathy. So I know what I've experienced, but I'd love to hear some of the things some of your other clients have experienced. It it runs the gamut um, because this works with physical issues 
all the way through emotional, mental, spiritual life issues. Um, some of my some of my favorite uh, pieces are when we work with headaches. Oh, headaches are like the tip of the iceberg. Usually, a, a chronic headache, a problem headache, indicates something going on in the rest of the body, somewhere in the field, somewhere in the body, and it's like a little investigative, you know, detective session. It's like okay track this, what's going on, help support that. And really the resolution of the headache becomes a byproduct because the greater healing is taking place in the rest of the system of the body. Interesting. I, I had a naturopath once comment that insomnia is a sign that there's a deeper issue going on in the body. It also sounds like headaches are like that too. Interesting that you say sleep. I have several people who I am working with to resolve that. And the thing about the stones is it's not a whiz bang. You aren't knocked down. You aren't hit in the head with this, you know, force that then the body has to work to, to figure out and absorb. It's very graceful. It comes in, it does its resolution. And people say, well, I didn't feel anything. Uh Well, as you know, we all have different levels of perception, but that's because it's working with you. And when people come back and they say, yeah, I didn't feel a thing, but I'm sleeping all the way through the night. To me, that's, that's the win. Well, it's, it's interesting because people feel things when there's contrast, like you said, it's working with you. So because it's working with whatever the flows in your system are, there's no contrast. And that's probably why people don't feel it. The other thing is people in general Western culture are not taught to be able to feel, sense, or palpate energy flow. They have no awareness of it. And unless they've experienced work like yours consistently, they've never, a lot of people never felt what an energy session is supposed to feel like. So they can't report on what they felt because they don't know how to communicate what is subconscious for a lot of them. You are spot on. We don't have a vocabulary and most of us never, it's just not part of our experience. And that I do a lot of work with people of dropping in saying, you know, what do you notice in your body? What's that feeling? Do you feel the heat? Do you feel some pulsations? Well, you know, that that's energy. And when people can tap, once they have that shift, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? Right. And yeah. so you're also helping them. Obviously you're helping them become more aware of their own body, their energy flows, how their body's responding to treatment. And I think that makes people more aware in life in general, right? Absolutely. Do you, Our do, bodies you have clients, are such- do you have clients? I'm sorry, no, I'm interrupt, but I'm thinking, do you have people that work with you for a while? And after the while they start noticing things more and they can bring in more information to a session for you? That's such a resounding yes, absolutely. Um, once people are tapped into that, it's like their entire field of vision comes into color, and they come back and like, "Well, I didn't notice this before, but now I see how this affects me and that affects me." And 
the clarity and understanding that can come from that can really catapult us forward in our healing process. Right. And so how does that affect them in their life? Like once they've, they've had this session, they've had sessions, they start becoming more aware. They they're aware that certain things affect them differently, or they get different results in their lives. How does that show up in their day-to-day life? Because energy work does affect us in the day-to-day life. And I want to hear how your clients experience that. So much um, relationships. Oh, people who previously, you know, were problematic. There becomes an awareness of why that's problematic, how to resolve it, not just a surface awareness, awareness, but a deeper awareness. Um, other things in our environment that were once not aware. It's all about awareness. You know, how much news do we consume? How the food of the atmosphere of our home, of our offices that can become, once you have awareness, you can make changes. If you don't have awareness, how are you going to discern what needs the peaking and tweaking? You just don't. Um, So it's amazing. I just love how people come back and they different treatments become more effective because this is very complementary to all kinds of other treatments and come back and say, wow, you know, this has really started working so much better. And I realized that I don't need this anymore. Um, It's really, it's so gratifying to see people go on that journey. So you're alluding to also, not only is it synergistic with other treatments, but you're alluding to people being able to let go more easily. Okay. So, right. So So for those of you who are listening, if you have, you know, people in the common parlance call it emotional blockages. I personally don't like the word blockage. It's not an accurate description. It's stagnation. It's a slowing down or heaviness of energy and blocking and that term like, oh, I'm blocked or there's a blockage that infers that it can't be addressed or it can't shift or can't open. And energy work addresses areas in our life where we're stuck. And we have difficulty letting go emotionally. And a lot of times when we hold on to certain feelings, especially unresourceful ones, that keeps us from moving forward as people. And so you're talking about people who are letting go. That's what you're you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to do so with grace and awareness. And like you said, it's empowering to feel like you have blockages, which we hear all the time implies a lack of power that you're ineffective and you have no control. And really the opposite is true. We just need support to get there. Totally. So if I were going to like big picture, describe how you work with people, you're supporting people by using gemstones and cranial work to help them, I would say, restore the healthy flow of energy so that they can be more productive in their lives. Would you say that's one way to talk about it? Uh, That is beautiful spot on. I love, I love that description of it. Yes. Oh, good. Because I feel like your work. um, So when you, when Kathy, when, so you, you get in in, and Kathy's wonderful because she, she, she creates a very safe space. You get, um, she asks you what you want to achieve in the experience. She has you line the table. She makes sure you're comfortable. And she brings in and, and calls in divine positive energy. So it's always focused on the most um, positive experience and the highest good. 
And then she starts laying the stones on you. And so the energy starts to shift, right? And um, at least for me, I experienced a very deep state of relaxation. So you guys, relaxation is literally the brainwave slowing down the body, going to relaxation response. When we experience relaxation response, then we can experience true healing. And that's what they talk about. The healing process, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, that happens when you're relaxed. And then I can start to feel the stones uh, shifting how things are flowing inside. And I can feel those cycles that she's talking about. Um, whether you feel them or not, it doesn't matter. It's still working. And I just wanted it shift that or shift myself. Like if I want to change myself or I want to shift or flow, I can feel, it almost feels like an iceberg is melting and this stuff that I don't need just melts away. I don't know if that, if you notice that when you're working, but that's how I experience it receiving it's an effortless form of letting go instead of a struggle to let go. I love that. That's a beautiful description. And that is ease to find ease. The more we struggle, the harder it gets, the more energy condenses and it becomes hard and things are stagnant. And that is not where the healing happens. Um, and so much, um, we really, so many people, they're desperate to heal. They want so much. They're trying so hard mm -hmm. They come in and they're focused. And I could just feel their, their systems are just so contracted and tight. I say, if you can relax, if you could just let that go, we, this will happen to be receptive. Um, but that is so different from where we need to be in so much of the other parts of our life, or I don't know, maybe if we were that way in other parts of our life, things would work better, but <laughs> that's a good point. right. It's true. And that contraction you're talking about, or that forcing or pushing a lot of us are taught that that's a successful strategy to in life, like at work or in relationships or go for your goal and push harder. And <laughs> It's not working, but if you just get out that jackhammer, maybe it will. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> maybe we could try a different strategy that's a whole lot easier on you and, you know, we'll give you better results so much faster. Exactly. Totally. So whether you think energy work is for you or not, I recommend that you give it a try because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Do people need to believe in this for it to work? I find that so interesting. People say, well, I don't believe in that. I'm like, well, do you believe in a lot of things? We don't believe that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Right. Like you can't see air, right? The air, but it's there. We wouldn't be able to breathe if we didn't have air. Do you right? believe in love? Right. Can you see love? Can you touch love? Right. Do you believe in it? It exists. We don't, we have this idea that we, Everything that actually exists, we have to be able to hold in our hands, see with our eyes. Um, believing is not a prerequisite for, for this to work. Correct. And that's why I brought it up because I think a lot of people might have that question when they're listening right. to this and it doesn't have anything to do with that because this literally is structures affecting your energy anatomy. This isn't a uh, faith-based kind of experience. This Not is, at all. This is all. Um, that gemstones are minerals. Minerals affect us. They affect our physical state. One thing people should know is um, 
like the chakras, for instance, those are energy vortexes in the body. Those vortexes affect physical glands and organs. And that's why you can lay stones on someone and affect a physical change. Right. And so some of the changes that people experience, do you want to tell me about like, what are some things physically that people experience when they have your sessions? Absolutely. And I do just want to address one more thing about the belief. Oh, please. Of please. it is we can shut ourselves off from it. We can do that. We can decide that we are not receptive and open and we can shut down and there will not be an effect because you have closed yourself off. That is that piece it's like you said it exists whether or not you believe but we can shut ourselves off from it that is very possible um just wanted to add that i'm but, glad you i'm glad you did that and a lot of times that has to do with low self-esteem and low self-worth and feeling like you don't deserve to receive love or healing i mean that's the subconscious underlying beliefs or feelings yes associated with that yeah but back to your question no i'm glad you mentioned that though so it's you don't have to believe in it for it to work but you can affect the, the, uh, sorry, you don't have to believe in it for it to work, but you can affect the success of the treatment, whether you're open to it or not. Exactly. Yeah. So well yeah. phrased. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, so what I was thinking was if you were, um, if you're working with people, right. And you're laying the stones down and you're experiencing something. Mm-hmm. So how is energy work? Uh, sorry you're experiencing something. So how has providing energy work changed your life? How has that affected you personally? It has changed my world completely. Um, Back in the day, I thought that physical work was the really effective piece and energy work was, you know, whatever. Well, now I believe exactly the opposite. Um, I've become so much more aware of myself. I know now that my attitude, my mental state, my emotional state are directly connected to my body, how it functions. I have control over that or not. I can just go on autopilot. And some days we do. I'm like, okay, how's that working for you, Kathy? Um, (laughs) but just an awareness of really how powerful we are. Um, Energy work, I, when I first found this, like I I think a lot of people who get into healing work, it's because they have the need themselves. I was in a fairly advanced state of burnout and physical injury. And when I found the gemstones, things began to heal. Things began to change and shift. That was what got me hooked. Um, so it has completely changed my world, um, much more awareness of how my everyday actions, thoughts, beliefs, how I vocalize the words that I speak are incredibly powerful. And so are everybody's, um, it has just brought an awareness that we are so powerful and yet we are taught that we are not, um, and, and my passion, my, my love, my joy is to help there become more of an awareness and, and support that change in the world. That's, a, that's an awesome passion. So if you had three things that you could recommend to your 
people or just to our listeners, like tips for improving life experience, what would you recommend or suggest for people? I've given this some thought and I would say the importance of being grounded. Can't overstate enough the importance of being fully in your body and fully connected to your whole self all the way down into the earth. That cannot be overstated. You can do all the other work in the world, but if you're just floating around in a little bubble, good luck with that. Um, Importance of being grounded. And it's really interesting. I feel a pivotal, pivotal thing. I heard my teacher say about a month ago, she said in her experience and what she had seen is that nearly all of the disease and dysfunction in the world is, has its roots in our inability to receive. (laughs) And the more I thought on that, that just reverberates, we are so focused on giving and that is important but somebody needs to be doing some receiving in order for the flow to happen and to nourish us when we have everything we need we have the resources we and we have the capacity to take that in everything changes and when we unintentionally deflect it and shut ourselves off from it therein lies the crux of the problem. So I would say, just take a look at where are you not receiving? And it's not that it's not available, but your capacity to let it in. That's really important. There's a universal law of giving and receiving. Most people don't even know about the universal laws just in general, but one of them is that, and that if you don't have a balance between your giving and receiving, you fall out of balance and you experience consequences for that, which is what you're talking about. And I think your work does help people learn how to receive because they're literally lying on the table, receiving the energies from the stones. So it's a great way for people to, to implement that suggestion. I think that's a very good tip to get them back in balance for people. That's a really important thing. Anything else that you thought about that would be helpful for people? Grounding is huge. Grounding. Receiving is huge. And, and you, know. you know, if if you walk into a store and you feel that stone just speaking to you, pick it up. Go with it. Go with that feeling. Go with yes. that feeling in your body, that yes. that inclination, and just see what kind of world can open up for you. Go, right. go with your curiosity. Absolutely. Because stones do have a way of working with our energy. Um, Now I, people love to ask me, what are your favorite crystals? And it, it really depends on the situation, the person, the frequencies of the stones, different stones have different frequencies. You guys, crystals are actually uh, structures where the atoms line up in a crystalline form. So they're minerals where the atoms are organized in geometric shapes. That's why they look like geometric shapes. I mean, that's what that's about. So on an um, atomic level, they're like that. So when you're attracted to something, like she said, pick it up, hold it, be curious. How does that make you feel? Because she's right. Like stones can really open up new things in your life and, and your life and the people around you. So definitely check it out. I have a funny story to tell you real quick. When I was in Sedona, 
I went on this hike and I got intuition to go to a certain place and go hiking in that certain place. And I was specifically told to leave, like, go do this now. And I got up to right where um, the most intense energy was. And it's actually like, it looks like I have a picture in the background and these two women appeared at this, this specific vortex where I was. And I was laughing because we had a conversation and we were just like, we never met in our lives. I'm like, so where do you feel this vortex? And they're like, oh, I feel it. In my solar plexus and my low back. I'm like, I feel it there too. And they were just having this conversation. And one of the woman, women, excuse me, one of the women had been living in Sedona for 40 years. She was an attorney and she has crystals in her office to help her balance the energy out from when she's working with her clients because she's a probate attorney. So she's helping people in matters of death, right? And estates. So she she says she uses the crystals to balance her out at her workplace. And then she goes hiking to these rock formations that are again, full of crystals <laughs> to balance herself out. So uh, it isn't just uh, an aerial thing or a Kathy thing. There are millions of people all over the world who use stones on a regular basis to facilitate healing in India, they have a very like strict discipline. They also use gemstones. They prescribe them for people for different health problems. I mean, it's a thing. So if you want to experience Kathy's incredible work, um, I would love to know how people can reach you so that they can come and experience your work. So what's a great way for them to connect with you, Kathy? Um, they can reach me through my website, um, the healing tree, not the healing, healing tree, com form submission there, or they can reach me direct, um, at 425-786-7482. Um, you can text me voice call, email me. I respond to it all, whatever people are comfortable with. And so if you go on Kathy's website, you will see an image of those stones that she's talking about. It's a very beautiful image. And so people will be able to get a sense of what those look like. The website is in the show notes. So definitely check out the show notes, Kathy's phone numbers there too. And when you click on her site, it, there's a form that comes up and then she'll respond to you. She'll get back to you and um, she'll let you know like when she can book an appointment with you. So, um, wow, Kathy, anything else that you'd like to share before we, we head out? Gosh, so many things to share. So little time. <laughs> no, I just really thank you for this opportunity, Ariel. I just love the work you're doing and helping to um, educate people, open them up to new things. And just thank you so much. Oh, totally. My pleasure. And really, I just cannot recommend Kathy's work enough. I definitely recommend it. If you feel like you need a breakthrough, you need a shift, you're feeling like something needs to move or open up in your life. Or if you want to learn how to receive, like Kathy suggested, I definitely recommend that you work with her. So Kathy, thank you so much for your sharing, your extensive experience and training. By the way, Kathy's only one of, I think it's 19 people who offers this modality, 19 people, period. So she is a rare gift. I definitely recommend you go and work with her. Uh, thanks for sharing your story, your wisdom, and all of your information and ideas, Kathy. And to our listeners, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Take care.
Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.